Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. And this next segment is going to be presented by the Thompson Law Firm. If you're injured in a motor vehicle accident by an 18-wheeler or a commercial truck, you'll need a lawyer with 20-plus years' experience to get it right. That's the Thompson Law Firm is here for you. Just call Jason himself at 210-900-0400. That's the Thompson Law Firm, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Oh. Yeah, that's not giving new meaning to us, you know, in the last couple of years, I guess, is what they say. Um, all right, so, Sam. <laughs> so okay, well, look, look at this deal, though. Um, but before we move on to, well, <laughs> I made my points with that. Let's look at the Suns uh, tonight. Um, again, no, Kawhi, no, no Kawhi out. We don't know nothing. Only if we could have been this tight-lipped down here. Hmm. The anyway, kid wanted to go man, home. Man, I'm not going to let this. As long as I breathe on this airway and this guy's still in playing in June, I'm going to remind him until we get back at least to the, to the second round. That's kid just wanted what to it go is. home, man. Okay. Yeah, he was yeah, homesick. Right. Yeah, we rushed him there earlier. He didn't say he was going to stay for the cake. He, he was already getting homesick. He was going to stay for some cake, but we just came in he there. He pulled a Marbury. I want to go home. Yeah, okay. Tony's just like, no cake for you. No creme brulee for you. Get Kawhi ain't even playing. Huh? Said Kawhi's not even playing. No, oh, man. And it's crazy because in that interview right after that, hey, Kawhi, the knee we saw him fine. We're good. We're good. And we ain't seen him since. But Paul's back. We'll see. I, I still even think with Paul coming back, if I'm the if I'm the Clippers and after game two and I'm Tyron Lue, I'm getting – when we get back from the plane and we watch film the next day, I'm saying, look. What are you saying? We gave this one to him. Like, we could have stole this one, a bad excuse, whatever. I'm sure we he played, said that. We played that we're down 2 0. Now, I keep saying that this is going to bite them in the ass eventually. And I do think, you know, with Paul coming back, Suns, this is a different monster uh, than even being down 2 0 to Dallas and 2 0 to Utah. Absolutely but, different. But is, they are the best defensive team in the league. And as long as you have defense, it's going to keep you in. I think the key with them, uh, what's my guy over there, number five for the Clippers? Uh, what's his name? White guy, what's Kennard? Kennard. I don't know. Lou plays his, him sparingly. I don't know why his, he don't his, just make him rotation. Well, he's gonna have to see when they talk about where are these points gonna come from. I mean, that's that's their main challenge with Kyle. Where are we gonna? I mean, I'm expecting. Uh, I mean, again, for Paul George to continue, I think Paul George could take it up a notch because at the end of the day, you could put that loss on him and Zubac, but mostly Paul George because Zubac's not even a factor. If Paul just hits one or two of those free throws. Um, but I just think where is the scoring going to come from? I I still think Morris. Morris isn't dealing with some injuries too, but I still, I, I'm still waiting for Morris to come back to earth. And he kind of has a little bit in the first game or two, and maybe they're focused attention on him. I think Reggie Jackson. I've seen Reggie Jackson with other teams because Reggie was with OKC for once, right, for a little bit. This is the Reggie Jackson from OKC where that was their score and that's what they were doing. He's going to be okay, but they need they need to get a like third 
they need to get a, a solidary second score or third score to kind of help Paul out. And that's that's really what it's going to come down to. It's been Reggie Morris, but who knows what's Morris up with Morris. Morris has yeah. to come down to earth a little bit. I think Reggie's going to be okay, but it starts with defense. I mean, Suns are a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, uh, you know, against the Clippers. Uh, but we'll see because I think if the if the Clippers can find a way to win tonight, it's really going to make it very interesting for a game four. And I don't know, man. Chris Paul returning to the scene of the crime. You know, Clippers. He left there. Some people thought he was a bad guy. Treated Blake dirty. Treated Austin Rivers dirty. Him and Doc had their situation. They're up 2-0. I think they're on like a what six eight eight game winning streak. It's gonna be tough for the Clippers. I, I don't. I don't see Phoenix leaving. That, I don't see Phoenix leaving two two. Phoenix is winning one of these games. I don't know which one, but I feel like they've proven they've closed out both of their series on the road. Yeah. They've learned how to win on the road pretty quick. You know, on the fly. Chris, like I said, they're getting their leader back. He's refreshed. And one of the questions they're gonna you said, win one of those games. How does Devin Booker shoot with the mask? Yeah, is he on? gonna play? Is that because that nose looked broken? It looked broken. Every, some, it takes a time. It takes some adjustment trying to get your breathing right behind that mask. So I'm wondering how he plays with the mask if he has to have one. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was broke. Even Aiden said after the game, I said, "I think it looked broken to me." But yeah. I think he would have to play with the mask. We'll see. But Booker's in a zone right now, man. I mean, he knows he's got his platform. He's been begging for. Since he's been in the league with Phoenix to get to this point, to get in the playoffs, uh, he's taking advantage of it. I still stand by what I said early on in the playoffs. He's Yeah, he was scoring, but were they impactful? He's playing at a different level than he even did the first round or two. But uh, I, when I look at Phoenix, I still are really surprised on how good Aiden's playing. Yeah. I mean, because I'll tell you, if Aiden was mean – Man, he he would be like if he really he's had a, a mean good guy. Strength, he's just a really nice guy. He yeah. would really be, but that's the thing about and he's versatile. But at the end of the day, you know, Zubak is going to have to get better position on offensive rebounding and defensive rebounding against him. Agreed. He's going to have to, um, you know, and he's going to have to play a little bit tougher because they cannot afford if they're going to get back in the series. They cannot afford for Aiden to continue to go off. I mean, maybe Chris Paul comes out a little bit rusty and off on shots since he's missed a couple games, but he's probably been chomping at the bit, and that's the thing. The only thing I would ask is, hey, Booker, y'all wouldn't know who's going to FaceTime tonight since he's there. You gonna, you gonna FaceTime? Why are you on Booker? I just, thought be, the... just act like you've been there before, man. That's all I'm saying. He hasn't. But you're supposed to fake it till you make it, man. That's the adage I've been, I, was, I was raised by. If you don't know something, especially in real life, fake it till you make it. And the bottom line is act like you've been there before. And I love Booker. I like Booker. But just act like that. But, no, they're excited. The, the, like I told you, the Phoenix Sun fan base, they remind me of how it was here in 99. It is loud as hell in there. Will Bond has been covering the NBA for like over 30-some years, probably longer than that. I'm probably shortchanging him a decade. But he said this is one of the loudest arenas he's been in when they were there for game one and two. Hmm. And it's and it's one of those that they've got – they've just got the whole city behind them. And I do think that, you know, um, Chris Paul, like from the lack of the coach of the year – with Monty, the lack of really no MVP consideration for Paul. Uh, yeah, you're damn right they're playing with a chip. I didn't they really gave think. James Jones executive of the year, though. He did. Phoenix, they had to yeah. give him some award. Damn. That's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, at least y'all gave him something. You know, but it's going to be interesting tonight. Why is it the NBA? Why would you let one conference already get damn near three games in or two games before you're – I mean – 
They're on game three, and we've only got one game to I know. play. They, with uh, the I don't home. know why they did that. That's like a little bit of a disadvantage. Yeah, a I agree totally. To that. But again, I guess when you have to schedule all these games, and we're already trying to finish this by sometime um, next month in July, I guess that's just what you have to do. Uh, something, you know, to recap the first hour, the, you started the show off talking about the situation in Florida, and I just watched it right here behind you. You know, first of all, like I said, there's up to 100 people missing. Now it's hopefully, 100. Yeah, now it's 100. Hopefully they find some of those people alive. But that looked weird. Yeah, I've that, never that, seen that, that building collapse. That looked weird. That looked, it, 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 it felt almost like it was being like a demolition. That's what I was saying. The that looked, looked weird, man. I don't know. You hope it's not foul play. First of all, you don't want it to happen regardless. Yeah. But you really hope it's not foul play. But that looked Mm-hmm. Like I said, if and if it's not foul play, whoever the builder is oh, should be sued under. Yeah, should be sued under and been and be put out of business. I just never see. I've seen buildings collapse, but not like that unless you're actually on purposely taking it down. Yeah, Biden's already had oh. to have a press conference. That's how serious that situation yeah, is. Yeah, because it don't look. It just doesn't look right. Right. Um, but tonight, I mean, we'll see what they. So, do you have do you have Phoenix taking a controlling three zero lead? One and a half point favorites on the road. Know, know that. It's I a think, daunting task for them. Because you got to figure, before you answer that, you got to figure there has to be some type of physical and mental fatigue with the Clippers in general. That's a, it's a lot to come back from 2-0 for back-to-back series of fight your way out of holes. It's no different from being down 20 in the game and having to fight back just to get in the game. So this might be tonight that the dam. Do you think this is the night the dam just floods open and just Phoenix is just a better health? Uh, I can see the Clippers winning tonight. I can see the Clippers winning tonight. But again, I, I don't know which one they're going to win. They're going to win one of them as far as Phoenix. Yeah, they leave back to the desert up three one. I think I fully I think, believe I, that. Looking at the landscape, I just think Chris Paul can smell it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's blood, there's chum like, in the no, water. No Lebron, no AD. Like this is my chance. He's a great white. He's a great white, and there's chum in the water. It's Shark Week. It's Shark Week. I'd be shocked. Again, the only thing that's going to mess this up is if he ends up hurt. But, you know. Oh, I don't know. see that because that's a good chance. There, there's a very possibility that could Chris Paul anytime in regards to a fall to the floor or to do whatever, um, it could happen. But tonight it's just going to come down to defense. And I do think – what we saw in game two in this game, the pace and the physicality and the grind, I think it's gonna. that's how the series is going to be. I think this is going to have a feel of an older 90s type of thing because I think it's going to be the struggles of the Clippers to be able to score consistently on offense and then the mix on how good they can be on defense, especially mm-hmm. when their back's up against the wall and that, and that notion. And again, it's, you know, the refs, how are they going to call it tonight? I mean, is it going to be one of those? I mean, Booker picked up fouls quick in the last game. Um, you know, and that's the reason why I expect Tyron Lue and the Clippers to try to test the limits and play Phoenix a little bit more physical, especially Booker, until they make them call it kind of like what they did in the last series, um, that they were going kind of where they were playing Donovan Mitchell, whatever. It got kind of physical toward the uh, end to see how it went. 7-3-6. And I think they're starting this game off with the Tech. What? If I'm not mistaken, I saw Chris Haynes tweet. There was an after-game technical on Boogie Cousins. Oh, for the for show. pushing Booker. So, if How I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, they're going to start no, off I, with I, a I don't know if they start with. I'm just saying I think that's a tech against Cousins. I don't okay, think you yeah, start off. Know. I've never heard yeah, that before. You're starting off the game with a tech, and you know there's only so many techs you can get during the playoffs. 
Yeah, Cousins, I think, is an asset, but Cousins is just he's he's a he's liability on the defense. It's like it's a lift. But he can still play some bully ball, but they've got to put him out there because you you've got to do something in regards to Aiden. And I just think Zubak does not play as big as he should be. And I know that the call, you know, I know, you know, Eric earlier, the caller was talking about Capella. and Cape- I like Capella, but I still think Capella doesn't play as big as Capella needs. I love, like Capella, if I'm not mistaken, was no, I think he was already gone. Was Capella already gone? When they went to the Western Conference Finals, Rockets, he was on that team, right? Yeah, he was he's on that an, team. He's an asset, man. He blocks shots. He rebounds. You don't oh, have to well, run yeah, plays no for yeah. I mean, like, you know. No, he is. But I can also see why Houston maybe felt that they had to yeah. like, well, you know, we might as well, if we got to move, we'll move. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crime Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Smith, the one and twos. Let's see here who's up. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. All right, Texas Chair Liquor. They have three uh, locations here in San Antonio serving the far west side of San Antonio. They have a fourth one on the way, so stay tuned for that. Uh, if you like them on Facebook and follow them on Facebook, you'll stay up to date to their spe- on their specials and tastings. That is Texas Cheer Liquor, official sponsor of the sports ground. All right, before we transition into football, a couple of the things with the basketball question I got for you is, number one, uh, looking at that Atlanta, is it safe to say we all agree that Atlanta is like ahead of schedule? Yes, I think right. Phoenix is too. Yeah, I, I mean, so we have to, okay. The second Bucks question, and Clippers supposed to be they're supposed to be being playing each other in the finals, but we'll see how that turns out. What's the up? second question I have in regards to the Suns and the Clippers and the fallout? Let's just say, for example, let's say the Suns do the Clippers in five, or they sweep them. Do we? Because keep in mind, this court has been together even with Doc. Sometimes they got leaky mouths. And diary of the mouth. Do we see anything after this questioning in regards? Because I would like to think they know, but anybody could say, well, we didn't really know what the status was with Kawhi. We didn't know what he was doing. Or what now, we if they back. do say that, I, you better ride their asses like you rode our spurs. If somebody starts talking, running their mouth about Kawhi, I need that same energy from you as you, you had with Tony. You, you probably get it. You probably go and get it. But again, this is home. I can't control what goes down <laughs> the West Coast. I wasn't born on the West Coast. This is home. He shouldn't even be there. No, okay. the thing the so, thing about yeah, it is that Balmer is they're in a tough situation because they still have to cater to Kawhi because they want their own arena. Without Kawhi, I don't think you can justify asking the people of Los Angeles for your own arena and asking keep them in to mind, pay a tax okay, on that. Hold that, but keep in mind, this is the richest owner in professional sports, so he'll find a way. But rich people to don't use their money. Right, Rudy, but he'll find a way to get that. I see what you're saying from the, like, hey, are we really going to without Kawhi's I'm just saying, face, I don't know if it's smart for him to do it. 
Who's coming to take Who's coming to take the Clippers' money if Kawhi if leaves? If we're ever going to try, it's it's always going to be a Lakers town. But if we're ever going to get some respect, we can't be sharing the same building. <laughs> I agree. I mean, the, I agree. regardless Kawhi Leonard or not, I get what you're saying. There's more value to keep Kawhi. But I really thought I about that. I was like, the if, they, form, don't if, they, lose, if they lose oh, this, no. I want to know if anybody goes to that off-the-record anonymous Clipper player said, we had no idea. But I would have to think that the guys in that organization and that locker room and Tyrone Lou knows if he's out for the rest of the playoffs or he's not coming back, just because they ain't telling us doesn't mean I would like, and I can't 100% say that's the case, but I would like if, to think they know. Well, first of all, if it's an ACL, he's gone for all of next season. Let's say it's not, though. Let's say it's not. Let's say it's a strain, but Kawhi and his team, they play close to the vest. They know that knee and that thigh or whatever is degenerative, so they're not going to press anything. If this is not an ACL, if I'm the Clippers, I take a page from the Spurs book and I roll the dice again next season. I keep the team together and roll the dice the next season. I don't panic. I don't try to blow things up. Uh, I remember in 2012, Spurs up 0-2 on Oklahoma. Oklahoma comes back, wins four in a row, goes to the finals, and we wanted heads. We wanted Danny gone. We wanted this guy gone. Well, that guy gone. And they said, you know what, let's relax. We run it back, and they ended up going to two straight finals. Last year, the Clippers losing the second round. This year, they're in the Western Conference Finals, and they you lose your star. I don't think it's time to panic when if your best player is out, especially if it's not an ACL. Now, if it's ACL and you know you're going to lose them next season, then maybe you have some different conversation. Well, but if this is just a strain and this is just precaution because Kawhi and his team aren't going to push it, then don't panic. You got to the Western Conference Finals this year. Maybe next year is the finals. I don't think it would be time to panic if it's not an ACL. I could be wrong, but I don't push my chips in today. If it was a torn ACL, we would know by now. I think because that, like you Are said, you that sure? Kawhi might have it in his contract that they ain't allowed well, to I talk about think, his injuries. I do think they have their contract, but I think something the magnitude of that, I I could be wrong, but I think that if it was torn ACL, then that because first of all, you got to remember in the game that had happened in Utah. I saw it in real time. He came down awkward, but it didn't look. If that thing was torn, ACL, he couldn't yeah, put no huge. pressure. I, I just think it's strange, and I think it has to do something with that knee, and maybe because I don't know if it's the same knees had problems. No, I with. don't either. It might be, but I think has. But I think if it was torn, we would know by now. Okay. But we'll see what happens. But I just thought I'd ask you, like, because I could see that possibly happening. Like, if they really don't know, and just like, hey, it's the same thing as whatever the Spurs were left in the dark to, whatever. Then I could see somebody mm-hmm. saying, hey, man, like. Because at the end of the day, he is – no one's been – not even LeBron has been able to operate like that. No. So so not. he's the only player that we've seen that's basically tested the system that's been able to operate and control what is released and what's going on. So no, that's you're a, recruiting all year round. So it, we won't know. Hmm. We won't know. You, you won't hear Tyron Lue say, hey, he's been cleared by us. Jesus, man. <laughs> God, you talk about words that change the course of everything. Anyway, all right, football. Kittle, my guy Kittle, what did he say? Why? Why Why would we talk about this? Because I figured, I was like, let me put this on the docket just to make him happy. Um, Where is it? Oh, so Kittle and Travis Kelsey and Greg Olson, shout out to Greg Olson's son, got a heart transplant. Yes. Son's doing a lot better, so shout out to the Olson family. Mm-hmm. They put together something called Tight End University where, you know, they bring in different tight ends from around the league and they work on technique mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Kittle said when they did this, they thought they'd get 20, 25 guys. They ended up getting 40 to 45 guys and running out of space. Well, when he was on first take, he was asked, hey, 
why where's where's Tim Tebow? Why ain't Tim Tebow here? And Kittle says, uh, if I can't invite every tight end, how do I not invite a second or third string guy on a team that's been playing tight end since he was 18 years old in high school? Nothing against Tebow. I hope he has an incredible season. Hope he has 10 touchdowns. Hope he has a great year. But it's hard for me to invite someone to this that just started playing the position when I can't invite a guy that's been playing it for eight to ten years. That's just hard for me. And I would say Kittle's been very coached very well in PR and media. <laughs> I don't answer questions because that's really the PC because Kittle might sound like, what? Because he ain't no tight end. First off, before we get in that, uh, shots out to uh, Mr. Von Miller who started this. Let's, what let's you, keep it running. Time out. Time out. Hey. Oh, double dribble. What do you mean? Enlighten me. First of all, couple years ago, Vaughn used to get calls about other pastors like, hey, man, how do you do that? And Vaughn said, hey, you know what? Instead of let's talk and let's get a pass rusher summit. Vaughn started this three years ago, okay? Huh. So so when he – and I'm not even saying that because I'm a different fan. I'm just telling you the truth. He started a pass rusher summit. It's still going on. Okay. So after that, okay. the tight end – because you know what's crazy? Because the offensive linemen in this league have got – I forgot who it was. They're trying to lead the charge to get an offseason offensive line summit because they're like, yo, you got Vaughn and all the best pass rushers showing up. We need to get together because how are we stopping these guys? So Kittle getting the tight end. Vaughn did that. Vaughn stopped that down first. And not only that, speaking of Vaughn, you hear his comments on it. But now we're complete with OTAs. He was talking about PS2. And he said, look. They asked, Who's PS2? Patrick Tain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we already gave him a nickname? I thought we had yeah. to earn nicknames. Vaughn gave him the nickname, PS2. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Let me tell you something. If his ass down in uh, – if if my man in Dallas can come up with the hot boys and call that, a guy that won singly handling <laughs> won a Super Bowl by himself an MVP, if he want to call one of his new teammates a rookie, a okay. nickname can't. He what did he say hey, about he PS2? Goes, he goes, the guy should be inside. He should be rushing with me inside. He goes, the way he's built, he's tall, he covers. He goes, he's a special specimen. The How way do we built. get to PS2? How do we get there? Pass Are we talking about, start to pass we talking about George Kittle? Continue. Just like, but he said he's a specimen. He goes, now keep in mind, a guy like Vaughn, we all seen how he's built. To sit there and say this guy's a specimen, like he should be rushing inside with me. He's special. He's a real deal. Hey, Dallas fan, almost had him. That that come almost had him. <laughs> Sorry about that. Just that pick before, but I had to throw that in. But no, it's a good thing that Kittle's doing it. But that's a PC answer. Hell no, Tebow don't deserve to go there. He don't deserve to be in there. I thought y'all want to teach people the position. People that have been putting in the work. Tebow? People that have been put the guys that he's inviting down there, trying to keep a roster spot, not give one by charity uh, that they did to Tebow. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. No. But shout out to Kittle's for doing that. Best tight end in the league. I disagree. <laughs> what? I di- it's it's Kelsey, man. It's Herb thinks she's the best tight end, gonna be the best tight end of all time. Who? Colin went on record who, saying that, that Kelsey. That think no, that Kittle. No, he's, oh okay. No, Kittle. Kittle look, man. Look, Kelsey. You can be split here. Be- Kelsey's the best in the league. He man. don't block like Kittle's, man, and he's not a good route runner like Kittle's. What? He's not as good as route runner. Are you Kittle. high? No. Look, man. Route running? Who's throwing him the ball? Who the hell is he? got Tyreek Hill that you got to have cover over the top and all that. Kelsey's good. He's the second one. Kittle's is a little bit. He's. I think he's better. Probably a little bit better hands, too. Kelsey drops them close, close crucial ones yeah, on third and stuff. But no, props out to him giving back right to the damn, tight man. ends Help Tebow out, man. John 316. Ain't nobody trying. His old team looking at him sideways probably every day, you know. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle 
Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yeah. Weezy, I- All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios, being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make, you ch- make sure you check out their website at hazelskyonline.com, where you can shop for the own comforts of your own home. And this next segment is going to be presented by Beto's. All right, Beto's is celebrating 25 years of serving great food in San Antonio. And just not too long ago, they launched a breakfast campaign that's open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. for breakfast. That is Beto's official sponsor of the Sports Crime. All right, so um, let me ask you something. How, how recognizable... To passerby, how recognizable is Rihanna? Very. Like, pretty, is that, you think she's up there? It's like, is like Rihanna someone that you would be like, yo, that's Rihanna? Like, you would. There's definitely going to be people outside that are not her fans or not like that competition that will recognize her, no. You think so? Okay, because last, because she's dating ASAP Rocky. So last night, they hit the town. And a bouncer doesn't let her in because she didn't have her ID. Legit. He's like, you ain't got your ID. You ain't coming in here. Now. Is he claiming he didn't know that that was Now, see, this is the thing. Like, I don't know if he knows. But if I'm the owner of that club, I possibly just lost 20, 15, 20 grand, maybe, depending on the type of night it is. I'm hot as hell with the bouncer. But at the same time, he is doing his job. Yeah. I, I know Sam's like, but see, what? before Sam chimes in, I will sit there and say the question is: Is he claiming he didn't know he was? Just say if she did or whatever. Hell, man, I you're right about the owner, but I would have to tip his hat if he's a, he's got a man of morals. Like, hey, man, I don't care if, if, if you know if you. Now, first of all, who rolls around without an ID? But if you look, celebrities do because they. Yeah. Rihanna, if I'm a, I'm a bar owner. That's Rihanna, a good point, Sam. I'm a bar owner. She could come in chanclas, basketball shorts. Well, of course. I, when I worked at Aztec downtown, there's a set of rules for everyone that's in that building, and then there's a set of rules for the performers that are in that building. Like, right. It's like so. In other words, like me and Calvin can't smoke a blunt, but if Snoop correct. wants to throw three or four in correct. the sky, he can do that. Correct. And if Rihanna, like, all you had to do is like, I don't. Especially she was with ASAP. Yeah, she was with ASAP. That's enough proof right there. Done. I would Let just start singing one of her songs. Like, yo, you know. To, yeah. The you know, bouncer she works 600 million. Her it ID. Cost them That's, well, where, where did this happen and what club and what state? I don't know. I don't know. I, won't, I don't know if they were in New York or what. But he was speak. adamant. Like, and then he had people telling like, yo, you know this, you know this. I don't care who it is. She ain't got her ID. She ain't coming in here. Yeah, that's stupid. That guy should never wear yeah. there. Um, like I'd have that. To, he's acting like that. The owner's there's so people much that, money. Yeah, that's kind of because you could have handled it. Even if you want to say, hey, man, I got a job to do, but hold on, let me see. Let me make some calls. But if you just, because to me, it sounds like he's grandstanding. 
Yeah. Where were they? Okay, it's in New York City, and she was wearing a vintage Dior dress. Yeah. Like, why are you not so letting her in? So it was in New York. Yeah. yeah that's and a she guy. wasn't wearing chunkless. She was in a vintage Dior. <laughs> I know. I well, well, it sounds like he trying to grandstand. He's like, I'm going to be the bouncer. They, let, they didn't let Rihanna in. Take that. For all you there, because he probably gets bugged every, like, let us in, man. I didn't hear that. Speaking of what you say, we Calvin and I can smoke a blunt. You know, it's been in Wayne's. It's been rumored that Wayne has it, like, on club, like, in club day, like, go appearance. He won't do it if you don't let him oh, smoke. Oh, yeah. Most of them, most celebs are like that. If they can't mm. smoke if they can't smoke there, they don't go there. Those, mm. the writers for all of the hip-hop acts that would come through there were some of the funniest Things I've ever read in my life, like oh, the things that they would demand were allowed backstage. It was, hmm, I mean, it's it's wow. almost like you're in international waters, where it's like hmm, whatever your goes. local laws are, it doesn't yeah. matter. If you want me to play here, these are the things you have to allow. I've heard Mariah Carey's rider is crazy. Yeah, I mean, she's up there with Van oh, Halen yeah. level yeah. crazy. Yeah, you know, Ozzy. I mean, Ozzy Osbourne, I've heard him back in his days. He's Eminem's a certain color. Yeah, Mariah's been crazy. I know man. most acts don't want cops there. They want security, but not cops. Yeah, the a lot of the hip-hop dudes that we would bring into Aztec, the, they would have their own security that were only allowed backstage. Our security would work the pit, and then they would have basically one cop like by the tour bus, but not right by the tour bus. So in case, so they could respond quickly, but not be close enough where they could, yeah, get a sniff of anything. You sound like you left a cool job. Well, why did you leave there? <laughs> uh, definitely not for the money. Passion, oh, okay, passion. Hmm. Yeah, okay. he said definitely, not. definitely not for the money. Um, real quick, back to sports on the football. Uh, a couple things. Um, you know, again. I, I defend Roger Goodell a lot on this show because you, you think he just eats bonbons and watches TV all day and collects $40 million a year, which is not the case. But um, I don't know how I feel about him talking about the Chicago Bears situation. Okay, what did he say? What about them moving possibly? Yeah. What did he say? Because he said that alternative options to playing at Soldier Field is possible to look at. Now, he was asked at a press conference, and he said, I don't know about them moving or want to move. Um, I don't know the answer to this question. He goes, other than to know that this is really early stage developed potentially as an alternative. He's doing an interview with 670 The Score, by the way, which is a Chicago sports station. Okay. And he says, but I think a lot has been done here. I know there are a commitment to Chicago areas 110%, and that's the most important thing to me. We have a long lease at Soldier Field. It's a great place. But we are looking to the long term and trying to look at alternatives, and that's what the Bears are doing. But I think for the fans right now, I wouldn't be focused on that. There's a lot that has to go on in this right now. Let's enjoy the 21 season. Translation, he wants them out. Because there's more money for everybody. Like, everybody's on a pyramid on that? It's his job to make sure the owners make money. Because Cal. I understand and that, man. And you got me defending but, Goodell. But, but I think it's – when you talk – there's, there's the selected historic franchises in the NFL. We're not talking about the San Diego Chargers moving to Qualcomm. We're talking <laughs> about the Chicago Bears and Soldier Field. I feel like you've already got the mayor coming out that's trolling them like, yo, Man. I'm not down with that. Um, they have done renovations at Soldier Field, but if they get this 326 acres that they've looked at, and they've done this years before, this was some years before, but if they get that, the ownership of Chicago saying, look, our revenue would skyrocket like double. But I just think as a commissioner, that's almost like – that's almost like inside trading, man. That's almost like you got an agenda. Like, you're supposed to be balanced. Like, hey, you know what? Right now, 
That's an ownership agreement. They play in there. But you're basically, to me, saying like, yeah, there could be more. But right now, let's focus on that. But, yeah, I'm on a no. system in it. I don't know about now, that, man. Now, in this new day and age, and you want to, and obviously, if you move, you want to get a Super Bowl. Now, I know diehard Chicago fan may have a heart attack when I ask this, but would you make it a retractable roof? In yeah, Chica- you know what? That's now, a good that, question. You see, that's what I'm saying. Like, because it's like part of coming up there is like you got to come into the elements. But if you want a Super Bowl, I'm after the John after the New York one. I'm done with cold weather host Super Bowl, yeah. especially how that Super Bowl went. I, I but I just think Chicago people say why we have one in Lambeau. Man, nobody wants to go in the cold. <laughs> and there's nothing and to do in Green Bay. The Super Bowl's a party week. Hmm. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Today's show was presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. Make sure you visit their website at hazelskyonline.com. And this last segment of the day is going to be presented by Zing Zang. Two words are the key to a perfect cocktail every time, and that's Zing Zang. They're the number one Bloody Mary mix in the country. They now proudly offer a wide range of mixers made with all natural ingredients, including margaritas, pina colada, strawberry, and daiquiri, and sweet sour. Or you could just add your favorite liquor. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, a couple of things before we get out of here. Um, have my man Mitch uh, send me um, list of the show, uh, send me some information, some updated uh, information on that collapse. Now, this collapse, Miami about? and condo, the one we were talking about. Okay. According to, uh, according to MSN.com, this is a, uh, a condo that has been sinking into the earth as early as 1990s. Research says Florida high rise, and it said also the building was constructed in 1981 on a re- <clears throat> reclaimed wetlands and been sinking at an alarming rate since 1990s, according to a 2020 study. And basically last year, they just studied the building not being stable or safe. So maybe my whole thing about looking at it, it still looks odd, but that's kind of what they're running with Mm. earlier. Also on the note of NFL, Lamar Jackson. What happened with Lamar? Lamar Jackson's mother. He get paid? Well, good. you're, You're in the neighborhood. Lamar Jackson's mother has entered negotiations with the Ravens for his contract. He's handling the negotiations for his contract. He doesn't have an agent? No agent. And now keep in mind, before you go crazy, his no, mom did negotiate his rookie deal, which was 9.6. But people are saying, like, hey, this is a whole nother level. Like, you know, Dak got his, whatever. I'm like, well, you know, I. but, yeah, that's the report today. His mom's the one that's handling the negotiation. They've been talking about trying to get this done. <laughs> Sam's like – Stand on a stand. Hey, man, Sam, you know, uh, we, we always, where we from, we always going to try to cut out the middleman where it's a plug <laughs> or whatever. You know, we're the type to run off on the plug and change the number. But yeah. what if it hurts you in the long run? That's I mean, true. I mean, because what, what if cutting out the middleman causes you to lose more money than having someone who knows what they're doing negotiate the deal? Well, this is what I would say. I think there's ways that go around when you have family members, because this is coming a little bit of the norm in NFL, especially where you have people, there's players that want to, like Richard Sermon, he, he's all for the last, I don't know how long years. I don't He's think got, Ray he, Allen he had an agent. But this is the deal. If you 
if you, let's say you have a mom that wants to negotiate, the thing is that I do believe she might be having the standpoint where she's doing the communications, but maybe she's I would think she still has a lawyer that's to looking at that this and that. You would hope. Yeah, you would hope. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a different situation than reading the headline of his mom is negotiating yeah. the contract. That's a completely different situation. She's like, baby, you can give me that yeah. 4%, and then yeah. only, you ain't got to buy me no house. Yeah. The listener's probably thinking, like, man, she over the stove with some grips and on the phone. Hey, man, that's them. That's how I was like, hold on, man. I got something to stove. No, nah, man, you about 20 minutes short. All right, Lamar. No, it ain't probably like that. That's probably taken. <laughs> but, yeah, I say, Lamar, this is a touchy situation, man, because this is a big year for them, for him, because they went out and got receivers, Yo, Lamar, but I don't know if they're going to come out and they want to commit to that money yeah, he's Lamar looking at. Lamar and Josh Allen. Those are the guys I'm like, okay, what are y'all going to do? Cause Josh Allen, I, I will tell you, I wouldn't be surprised Josh Allen have a new contract for this season start. He's done. That deal is getting done. The more I just feel like it's been like, yo, man, he doesn't really have that many receivers. Hollywood Brown is not a number one. But the thing right. is, because we have this, because Larry in the shop, he can't. He's like, yo, man, I ain't giving that bro that money. Can't throw. He don't throw to nobody. You know, Jay Doe, I'll take his ass over Dak. I was like, well, what? I yeah, Jay does say he'd take him over heartbeat over Dak. I don't Dak. know about that. But he's like, you put Lamar with those weapons? We got to say, well, but the the question out with Lamar, which I think he's accurate, but this year with Baltimore with the new receivers, they're going to have to open up because you've been coming here for the last couple of years thinking that they've given them like two pages of the playbook. Yeah, they need to just give them the whole playbook. Hmm. Did you let Ruth negotiate your contract with somebody? No, and she knows, she knows I love her, but no. But that's me. I mean, we told LeBron he was crazy, and it worked no, out. No, Phil Jackson told him they were posses. Oh, it's kind of cute he has his posses with him. Yeah, production company, Space Jam. I'm not seeing that, by the way. I'll wait my 13-year-old wants me to take her to see it. I didn't plan, but if she wants to, I'm not going to be like, we want to know LeBron moving in this house. So she seen- wants to see it, so I'm going to take her. Have you and we uh one of my buddies, cut buddy basically messaged me, say, Yeah, in the Chicago Super Bowl, he said, Yeah, but the murder rate and stuff is up there, that crime. I don't know if that's a good idea in Chicago. And I told him, I said, Yeah, the I murder said, rate's up all yeah. Houston's murder rate is higher than Chicago's but let me right tell now. You something. I said, that might be right. I said, but you know, because yeah, years ago, like we going to Cabrini Greens, man. Yeah. The Super Bowl ain't gonna be in Cabrini Greens. They popping off everywhere. But I told him, I said, Yeah, because 10 years ago, El Chapo flooded the street down there and put the team in there, and they've been killing each other ever since. And the mayor don't know. Y'all think, yeah. You need to watch, because the reason I say that, American Greed. I, I like I used to watch it religiously. You like that, Sam? They got a new episode, new season out. And season I two, I just it. watched it last night. It's on El Chapo, his operation. Go, you got to look at that and go check out the two guys. Two young guys that came out for the end up being his biggest target. I mean, because they were moving big weight in kilo. They're doing about $10 million a month in profit, these two in young Chicago. guys. In Chicago. They not in Chicago, but oh. they set they set some up in Chicago and right. what they're doing. You gotta go see that. That's very interesting. Yeah. And they're the ones the, that kind of helped. They're the only ones that could get him on the phone. Yeah. To get the him on wire. Cartel is big in Chicago. They're the ones mm. bringing all them guns into yeah. Chicago. All right. all right, man. That's a wrap. Special thanks to producer of the show, Rudy J. Yes, myself, sir. Calvin, Sam Spin the one and two, San Antonio Corpus Laredo. Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you hit the snooze button and for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. Se acercan las elecciones para elegir quién nos representará en la Asamblea General. Y necesitamos hacer un plan de cómo vamos a votar y por quién. Tenemos que unirnos y votar por el demócrata Joshua Cole. 
Como delegado y pastor local, Joshua Cole está de nuestro lado y cuando lo elegimos en el 2019, sabíamos que iba a cumplir. En Richmond, luchó para expandir el acceso al cuidado médico a bajo costo, redujo los precios de las medicinas recetadas y limitó el costo de la insulina. También ayudó a aumentar el salario mínimo por primera vez en 10 años en Virginia. La educación es una prioridad para Joshua, porque él sabe que nuestros hijos son el futuro. Entonces no espere. Puede votar temprano hoy, porque quien nos representa es importante y necesitamos al demócrata Joshua Cole como nuestro representante en la Asamblea General. Pagado y autorizado por Cole for Virginia.